0: I'm Vijay Hamilton, and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. did you know that a vitamin deficiency can cause itchy skin? Because when I was suffering with lots of different skin conditions, I didn't know this and I wish I had. That's the thing with skin conditions. There can be lots of different underlying causes, but vitamin deficiencies can be quite an obvious one that is often missed. My story with my own skin conditions started when I was a child and Even as I was thinking about recording this episode, I remembered how difficult it was having a skin condition and living with it every day and yeah, the itchiness is so intense and it can affect your sleep, it can affect how you're feeling, you might not be able to focus properly and then you can also feel extremely self conscious about it, dependent on whether people can see it. And then if you go to the gym and you have to wear less clothes, there's so much overthinking about it. I had that moment of looking back and realising how much easier it is now that I don't have those skin conditions. So I'll talk to you a little bit about what I went through and then we'll talk about the vitamin deficiencies that can cause itchy skin and what you can do to help with that. And obviously there are going to be lots of different things. I'm not here to diagnose anybody obviously, Uh, but it's just something to bear in mind. And if, if any of these resonate with you, then it might be something for you to explore further. The first autoimmune skin condition that I developed was psoriasis when I was a teenager. It was mainly just on my elbows and my arms, but It started off very itchy and then it became quite painful and it would often pop up in other parts of my body as well. I would often get hard skin on my hands that would crack and again, just be really painful. When I took dairy out of my diet, that did improve it and that's the other thing with itchy skin. It can be a sign of an allergy or food sensitivity. I am sure there was a nutrient deficiency at play with my psoriasis but... I do think that dairy did contribute to my psoriasis as well, because when I took dairy out of my diet, I did see significant improvements in my symptoms. And then when I was at university and after that I went travelling, after travelling for a few months, I developed adult acne, and I'm still not 100% sure what caused it, but it was... Very itchy, again, it was very itchy all around my face and under my jaw. That lasted for a long time and I got put on antibiotics to help with it, which did clear it up, but I didn't really want to be on antibiotics for the rest of my life, so again... I struggled with adult acne probably for 10 years. I mean, it was at its worst when I was traveling in Australia and it did get a lot better and a lot more manageable, but it was something that I had to manage again for about another, I would say, 10 years. And then it cleared up once I started kind of rebuilding my health and my immune system in my early 30s. And on top of that, I would also get histamine reactions on my skin just out of the blue so I would be really covered head to toe in a red rash that could last anywhere between a day and 2 weeks so that would happen to me quite often the other thing that I experienced as well was when I went on holiday I was bitten by bed bugs in a lovely resort to be honest but there was some bed bugs and i expect my husband got bitten as well but because i was in that very reactive state i had a very strong histamine reaction my skin was unbearably itchy i <laughs> spent the whole holiday in a cream just to help with the itchiness and i did have to go see the doctor in the end cuz the reaction had got so severe it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a pleasant experience and I just the intensity of how itchy it was was very difficult. But luckily, I've looked back now and I haven't had itchy skin for a very long time, and it has made my life a lot easier as a result. On top of everything that I've talked about with the itchy skin, There was a lot of self-consciousness with all of these conditions, feeling like people were looking at me and I just had to (laughs) pretend everything was fine. That was always my approach, just no one's noticing, everything's going to be okay and that seemed to work. But I think deep down I was feeling quite insecure about it all. And I'm glad that I've got to where I've got to now and been able to rebuild my body and my immune system and my skin health to be at a point where I'm not struggling with this on a daily basis. And I'm really wishing the same for you as well. So let's look at some of the vitamin deficiencies that can be linked to itchy skin. One of the main vitamin deficiencies that is associated with itchy skin and skin health is vitamin D. We ordinarily would make vitamin D from our exposure to the sun, so the UV hitting our skin and forming a molecule with cholesterol, which provides us with that very potent source of vitamin D that we all need but when we get into winter months especially in the northern hemisphere we don't get a lot of sun exposure and we are reliant on vitamin D from either the our reserves from the summer or from the food we eat most of the foods that can contain vitamin D are foods like oily fish eggs and organ meat so if you are eating a vegan or vegetarian diet which i was for 11 years before I decided to start eating meat again, again in my early 30s, you can easily become vitamin D deficient. As a result of that, you can develop itchy dry skin so that can be a sign of a vitamin d deficiency and then it can also develop into autoimmune conditions such as eczema and psoriasis and there are quite a few studies showing the link between vitamin d and psoriasis which i will explain a little more in a moment it's not just about the vitamin d the the sun exposure and the vitamin D that you consume in your food it is also to do with your genetics I run a genetic profile in my clinic which I have done myself And that's looking for these things called single nucleotide polymorphisms, which is a genetic variation, not a genetic mutation, it's a genetic variation. This matters because when your genes are not functioning optimally, because there's a slight variation in them, then it means that whatever function that gene does in the body won't work optimally either. And you may need to provide that additional support, either through diet or lifestyle or supplements or whatever you need to do to help with that variation. And sometimes there might not be much you can do, but it's good to have that awareness of it. And this is particularly pertinent for vitamin D. And I see a lot of my clients who do a genetic profile and they find that they have these genetic variations in the vitamin D genes. And the two that are often tested are the vitamin D binding protein and the vitamin D receptors. That's why it's not just about the amount of vitamin D you're getting from your food. Obviously that's very important. Because if you're not getting it from your food and you're not getting it from your sunlight, then the likelihood is you will be vitamin D deficient. But let's say you're getting a moderate amount from your diet and from sunlight, but you have these variations, it can mean that you're more likely to be vitamin D deficient than the next person. And there's lots of studies showing the link between lots of different autoimmune diseases and vitamin D. Now the vitamin D binding protein is really important for transporting vitamin D through your body so your body can use vitamin D. And the vitamin D receptors are on the cells and they do lots of different things. And what they found when vitamin D binds to these vitamin D receptors, it helps with gene expression, which I'm not going to get into in detail today. It may help to help switch on beneficial genes, to help with lots of different systems in the body, not just to do with the skin and the immune health, but lots of different things as well. So it is worth knowing if you have variations in these genes, because for example, if you have a variation in your vitamin D receptor genes, it means that you need a lot more vitamin D from your diet or from sunlight than somebody that doesn't have this variation And with the vitamin D binding protein, which helps with transport, it means that you need a regular intake of vitamin D to help with any variations in that gene. And as I say, there is a genetic profile that you can run through my clinic, and I know a lot of other companies do it, as but just having that information, if you have a skin condition or you have chronic itchy skin and you know that you have these SNPs that they're called the single nucleotide polymorphisms in your vitamin D genes then that might be a crucial factor for you and by supplementing vitamin D it may make a big difference in how you're feeling and your skin health and what I would always say with vitamin D is it is best to test Too much vitamin D can become toxic in the body. It is not very common, but it can happen. So finding out what your vitamin D levels are is really key before doing anything like supplementing and as with anything when you have this information it is always best to work with a health practitioner who knows your health history, who knows what medication you're taking so that they can make sure that there's no contraindications with you supplementing vitamin d or work with your doctor and doctors will often test vitamin D as well so you can work with them if you do have these issues because studies have shown that genetics does play a role in psoriasis and they have found that these variations in the vitamin D receptors may lead to the development of psoriasis so it is worth knowing that and vitamin D receptors as well and your genetics for vitamin D receptors because they're important in absorbing calcium and phosphate, they can also impact bone health. So vitamin D can affect so many different systems, but it is a critical player in skin health. So that would be definitely my first one to explore. If you do have chronically itchy skin, vitamin D is not just focusing on the skin, it modulates the immune system and it has other functions as well. Now next is essential fats. So those essential fatty acids are absolutely crucial in skin health and when you either have a lack of them or an imbalance of them that can cause an itchy skin and in particular it's the balance of omega-6 fatty acids and omega-3 fatty acids and they're polyunsaturated fatty acids which are particularly important for skin health when there is a lack of these fatty acids or an imbalance then they cause the rise of these molecules called eicosanoids. And when these rise in the body, they can cause a dysfunctional immune response, which can lead to itchy skin. And one of the symptoms of this can be small red bumps on the back of your arms or peeling fingernails. So there's a few other signs there to watch for. And what I would say with any of these vitamin deficiencies, yes, they can contribute to itchy skin, but they can also have other symptoms. And by looking at your health holistically, it's going to give you a better idea of whether a vitamin deficiency is at the heart of your symptoms. You cannot make essential fats in your body. You have to consume them from foods. Omega-3s are often the ones that are lacking in the diet because we do get a lot of omega-6s from the food that we're generally eating every day and they are in a lot of processed foods as well. Omega-3 fatty acids, a great source of them is oily fish, flax seeds, chia seeds and walnuts. If you feel that you may have some signs of an essential fatty acid deficiency then it might be worth eating more of these omega-3 fatty acid rich foods. And next is iron. An iron deficiency can be extremely complex and it can relate to lots of different things but if you're not consuming Enough iron in your diet, and particularly the active iron, which is mostly found in red meats, then you may be iron deficient and that could be contributing to itchy skin. Now, yeah, there are plant based sources of iron such as spinach, kale, and lentils, but it's much harder for your body to absorb the iron from those foods and you do need to consume them with vitamin C in order to be able to use the iron in those foods and you can eat them with vitamin c rich foods such as broccoli or citrus fruits there are ways that you can make the iron in plant-based foods more bioavailable but really the best source is from animal products and when you're considering your itchy skin might relate to an iron deficiency it might be worth thinking about other symptoms that relate to an iron deficiency as well and some of the common ones are fatigue and restless leg syndrome. Now, again, when I was thinking about doing this episode, it made me reflect back about the restless leg syndrome that I used to have for years. It was such an awful symptom, which I just had most nights, to be honest, and even if I went for a short run at the gym, it would be intensified on the night. I am not sure 100% how I overcame that symptom, but it was as a result of working on my gut health, working on my immune health, working on my cell health, all the things that I did to rebuild my body and that symptom just went away. Restless leg syndrome is associated with iron deficiency. So if you have itchy skin, you have fatigue, you have restless leg syndrome, it might be worth exploring whether you are iron deficient and you can go for a test at your doctor's to explore that further because as I said sometimes iron deficiency can be caused by many of the things and just not consuming enough iron in your diet so it might be worth working with your doctor to explore that or a health practitioner or nutritional therapist like myself to dig into that in a bit more detail. And then some other vitamins which are associated with itchy skin. And then some other vitamin deficiencies that are associated with itchy skin are vitamin B12 and vitamin A. Now, again, if you are worried that you might be deficient in these vitamins, then think about some of the other symptoms that would. Accompany these types of deficiencies. And with vitamin B12 and vitamin A deficiencies, you may often feel fatigued, you might have vision disturbances, you might find that your circulation is poor, so you might get lots of cold hands and feet. Obviously, there can be other reasons for that as well. But if you do have itchy skin, on top of that, then it might be worth exploring whether you have deficiencies in those vitamins. And I do run a test, an organic acids test in my clinic called the Metabolomics test. And it does test for vitamin A and vitamin B12, as well as many other vitamin deficiencies. And it is impactful to know that because it's quite easy to work on it. And as part of the organic acids test, it does test for lots of different markers as well. So it can give you an idea why you are vitamin deficient if it is not just through diet alone. And that's what I would say with these vitamin deficiencies. It can relate to your diet and not consuming enough nutrient-dense foods, which is why I'm always talking about eating lots of nourishing nutrient-dense foods and the impact that it can have in the body is huge. And always consider every meal as a way to feed and nourish yourself Yeah, you might not eat the healthiest food all the time, but try to make every meal count so that you are getting those nutrients in. And that was one of the main things that I did when I changed my diet. I started looking at meals very differently. If I had a plate of beige food, maybe a plate of pasta with some butter on that might have tasted delicious and I'd loved years ago, I then realised I'm not really getting a huge amount from that. Yeah, there might be a little bit of fat and maybe some fiber, but really I'm not getting a lot of nutrients from that. And if that's one of my three meals a day, that is such a waste. Um, so now I'm really looking at the color, lots of different colors on my plate, making sure that I've got those active vitamins and minerals, which for the most part are from animal products. And that was one of the reasons I chose to stop being vegetarian. I loved being vegetarian. I loved the food. I loved the simplicity of it. But it didn't work for me with the symptoms that I had. And it did make a big difference when I started to eat more organic, grass-fed, good quality meat products again. And I always will think about what herbs I can bring into my meals or what spices, what additional nutrients can I get into that plate and really get the most from every meal that I have. But remember, it's not always about the food you're eating. There could be other things going on in the body. One of the main ones is to explore your gut health and making sure that your digestive system is working properly. Because if you're not breaking down the food as well as you can do, then it may be that you're not able to absorb it through the digestive system and as a result, you become nutrient deficient. So that could be one thing that might be stopping you from getting the nutrients that you need. You might have a buildup of unhelpful bacteria and the bacteria in the guts help you break down food and help you absorb and assimilate nutrients. Again, so if you don't have a good balanced and healthy gut microbiome that could be contributing to nutrient deficiencies. One that was particularly important for me was my cellular health, because if your cells aren't functioning properly, then you may be absorbing them through the gut. And I would do a blood test and my vitamin levels were fantastic so my doctor didn't think there was anything wrong but when I did the metabolomics test that I run in my clinic now which is an organic acids test I found that at the cellular level so at the functional level I was depleted and it was because other cofactors were depleted and that my cells just weren't functioning well because they were surrounded in an environment of oxidative stress, the membranes weren't working effectively And some of this data can be picked up in an organic acids test. So you can find out if you have high levels of oxidative stress in the body. And it was great with that insight because I knew I had to explore a bit deeper. I needed to to do the stool test. I needed to bring more antioxidants into my diet. So it was good to understand that. And that was contributing to my nutrient deficiencies, regardless of all the nutrients that I'd started eating in my diet. But you take it a step at a time. And first of all, it's really good to understand what might be causing your itchy skin and skin condition. And if it is a nutrient deficiency, it might be as easy as bringing those nutrient rich foods into the diet, or you might take it a step further and work with a nutritionist and think about what supplements might help with that. Or you may then need to explore, well, why am I nutrient deficient? And as I said, it can be to do with your gut health, it can be to do with your cellular health, it can be to do with your genetics. And these are all things that you can test for. I hope you have found this helpful today. If you do have itchy skin, then I really wish that that settles for you soon because I know how uncomfortable it can be. But if you do have any questions about that, would like to know anything about what I did to help with my skin or you have any questions about today's podcast, then please feel free to go over to my Instagram page, which is at the autoimmunity nutritionist, or you can join me in my Facebook community, which is the autoimmunity community. We have a community of strong-willed people with autoimmune disease who are learning to thrive in life and I would love to see you there and if not have a great week and if there's anything you'd like me to cover on the podcast then you can let me know because I love hearing from you and I would like you to enjoy the, these episodes and get the most from them. So have a great week and I will speak to you soon. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health, so keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.